Welcome to the Symphony Podcast, October 3rd. We're recording, missed last week, but today I'm sitting down with Matthew to talk about... Uh, we've got a topic, but we also have just like a general kind of like couple updates, some stuff to share what we've both been thinking about. So welcome to the show, Matthew. How you doing? Doing great. I, um, yeah, I feel like we kind of have like a general structure for this episode, but not like a real topic. I think vaguely I remember us talking about setting the space to create and kind of like what that looks like, um, which in my mind kind of goes to getting out of your own head a little bit, which right before this, we were talking about how you're in your head a little bit today. So it's a, a good topic. Lately a lot, honestly. Me yeah. too, actually. So this is a good, this is a good time to be talking about this. I feel like the energy has been a little heavier in my life recently than I'm, uh, I'm typically used to. So it's taken some extra effort to kind of like get myself to the mental um, space that I want to be. Dude, me too. Um, since like, I guess we did that update episode when I left creative live and it was kind of like a nice honeymoon period, a couple weeks there where I like wasn't working and I was just kind of fired up about this next chapter. The reality sets in that when you're like, I don't know, man, it's just been a little bit more, there's been more friction there than I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I'm, I don't know. I like to think every time I come across something, it's like the aha moment click and now I move forward and like kind of solve that problem. But uh, today I actually think I might've come across a few ideas that have unlocked uh, what appears to me to be like the biggest obstacle that I continue to come up against, which is myself. Like mm -hmm. whether it's just like getting in my own way, not even just like sitting down to do the thing, like whatever it is, if it's like, uh, acting on a rete stuff or if it's preparing for this podcast like all it is for me is sitting down physically in the chair with my water my caffeine whatever it, it takes and like doing it but for some reason like I've just been dancing all around I posted about it the other day like I'm spending more time thinking about what I don't have than what I do have and just executing mm. towards those things uh and like just kind of trying to get real about that so yeah I've got a little quote here from uh Julia Cameron's The Artist Way that I'll pull in a second. But yeah, dude, what have you been kind of thinking about in this realm? <clears throat> oh, well, I was going to say, just kind of in response to what you were just talking about, too, I feel like when you do enter the space of completely trying to, like, freelance and be entrepreneurial, like, there's almost an extra pressure that's added to that, like, concept of how you're spending your time or, like, knowing what to focus on or just, like, sitting yeah. down and, like, doing the action because you don't have somebody who's like, hey this is what we need to get done today. Like do this, this, and this, and it'll move, you know, move us forward. Like you feel fulfilled because you're doing what your job is asking you to do. Whereas, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, all of a sudden it just becomes about you having to decide what the right thing is to spend time on, on that day. And even while you're doing it, you can still have those questions of like, God, am I even like doing the right thing right now? Like, am I focusing on the right thing or should I be working, working on something else? And so I think that, is at least for me why writing things down that I want to accomplish the next day has been massively helpful because or else I spend all this time kind of like spinning my wheels but not really going anywhere and that you know paralysis by analysis concept of just you're you're so in your own head that you're spending so much energy just thinking about the fact that you're in your own head and like wondering what you should be spending time on like all of that is requiring a lot of mental energy that could be harness toward whatever you actually just need to do um, and something about like doing it the day before 
it, it almost like creates that feeling of, of like, oh no, I thought about what I needed to get done today, yesterday, when I was in like a clear mindset. And so you don't spend that time kind of like decision making on what your schedule should look like that day. Yeah. Um, that's been helpful that's for me at least. I don't know. Yeah. That's smart. I think, yeah, that's totally true. And there's things on my to-do list that have been there for literally months. Uh, my taxes Always. for one. Um, but yeah, the thing that I'm kind of like coming up against a little bit more is just like the self analysis and self doubt thing. That's why mm. like, dude, it's not like I've been battling it like all humans for such a long time and I, I feel confident like I've come a long ways I don't like sweat and get like red in the face as much as like when I used to start these podcasts I'd be like freaking out because I'd be like <laughs> my nervous system would be reacting to like the heightened sense of like whatever we're recording a freaking podcast like who, who cares you know and uh, I don't know I feel like there's kind of a balance to be struck there where like you care but at the same time, like caring too much is actually counterproductive to the quality of whatever you're creating. We've talked about it before. Like as soon as you start thinking about the fact that you're talking, it's now all of a sudden the talking <laughs> itself is being impacted by that. So yeah, instead of just letting it flow. So this, give me just like a, just entertain me here and I'll uh, share a quick quote from Julia Cameron. I just like, I uh, was in Idaho a couple weeks ago, I mentioned and kind of touching base with a mentor of mine, Clarence. He gave me this book. I've heard about it, have not read it myself, and I opened it up. It's called The Artist's Way by Julia oh, yeah, Cameron. Yeah. It's a classic. Um, but I got two paragraphs. One uh, is just the start of basically like week one. So like the whole thing is set up like a 12 or 13 week program, something like that, um, to just like a spiritual path to, to just like unlocking your inner creative. And uh, yeah, so she basically says... This concept is called shadow artists, and it resonated with me. One of our chief needs as creatives is support. Unfortunately, this can be hard to come by. Ideally, we would be nurtured and encouraged first by our nuclear family, then by ever-widening circles of friends, teachers, well-wishers. As young artists, we want to be acknowledged for our attempts and efforts, as well as for our achievements and triumphs. Unfortunately, many artists never receive this critical early encouragement, and as a result, they may not even know, we may not even know that they're artists at all. So, like, I don't know about you, but, like, my parents were never like, oh, yeah, pursue art. That's a viable path. So I've always had this kind of thing around, like, you know, to your point, like, what's creating value is very obvious when you have a job and you're on this path. But when you're in this more amorphous world of art and creativity and entrepreneurship, there's like a... There's like, a, I don't know, like a, a belief that it's viable. But then beyond that, like kind of, kind of what I was saying, like the self-doubt. Um, and like, I just fear, dude, the regret of getting to later in life and looking back and being like, all right, clearly I'm an artist, an entrepreneur and a creator. Like if I look back on my life and I'm like, oh, I could have done this. I could have pursued that. And like where I'm at is... I don't really know what to pursue. Like I'm in a place where there's so endless possibility, but not necessarily much certainty. So uh, like reading this also really resonated. So it said like, protect the artist child within. Remember your artist is a child. Find and protect that child. Learning to let yourself create is like learning to walk. The artist child must begin by crawling. Baby steps will follow and there will be falls. 
yucky first paintings, beginning films that looked like unedited home movies, first poems that would shame a greeting card. Typically, the recovering shadow artist will use these early efforts to discourage to discourage continued exploration. Wow. Judging your early artistic efforts is artistic abuse. And so, like, I've been doing this a ton, like, trying to get back into writing, trying to build some momentum, like, in this new chapter of my life, like, judging it right away, like, trying to write a blog and then, like, edit it as I go. It just basically doesn't get done. Right. Um, so, yeah, man, think, this is some of the stuff that I'm thinking about. Yeah, no, I, I love this conversation because I think art is so tricky also because um, it's not necessarily, like, such a small percentage of artists have a situation where uh, they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to, you know, give you an advance of X amount of money, so just, like, go work on this thing, right? Like, so much of art is people working independently on something that they don't even know what the outlet for that thing is. Um, but they're just doing it every single day. And so like, like with, with writing or with music, it's like you have to do the creation process first. And then after that, there's like a whole other game that's involved in like trying to find an outlet for whatever that creation was in a way that can monetize your project. But like that time spent, you know, in that creation period, like what, whatever that piece of the quote that was like learning how to create is like learning how to walk. Like there's almost this, you have to like sink into this space of like giving yourself the grace to work on something that you don't, that you know that you're not going to get paid for right now. So like, you know, the value of it is not going to get recognized for like a very long time. And that can be so frustrating because I think that just opens you up to have more of those self deprecating thoughts and like those, those, uh, like wonders about like, am I any good? Is what I'm saying even making any sense? Like, is anybody even going to rec recognize this as valuable? Like, will I even be able to put this anywhere? And like all of those questions just flood in because you don't have anybody who's like, Hey, this is good. Like, keep it up or like focus on this or make it this way. You're just kind of like throwing stuff against the wall and seeing what sticks. And the only way that you're going to be able to get to a point where it is really solid and valuable is if you just like continue to make that a practice in your life. And so and it's like, yes, yeah, some of it is not going to be very good, but like you increase your chances of making something very good, meaningful and long lasting if you create a practice of just the creation aspect in and of itself. And so, like, I don't know, I feel that with music, with writing, it's like sometimes like I don't have any like solid outlets that I'm like, oh, I'm writing this for this company or for this blog or for this like brand or like I'm making music that I know is going to be sold on these platforms or, you know, picked up by these artists. But at the same time, it's like, I'm just sharpening those tools consistently so that uh, like, I don't know. I think there's so much value in just the action itself, both like for career purposes, but also just mental purposes and like your own sanity or at least I mean, my own sanity. I feel like I'm in better places mentally when I'm doing things that, creatively that bring me joy pretty much every day I hear you man no it's it's good um, how do you get out of your own head yeah and it's like how do you build momentum you don't want to judge your own stuff like I'm just that's kind of what I'm finding is like a big roadblock is just like don't worry about judging it today like just keep creating to your point like get that practice going and then it's like once you're sitting in the chair doing the thing, like the momentum is there. So um, 
Yeah, I think, I don't know. Like, last week, uh, working on just getting out there on foot, hitting the streets, getting products in people's hands. We did an event at LA Fitness, dropped into a couple local gyms, and, like, feeling some momentum and some, like, positive feedback come from just something as simple as, like, a cold reach out. Hey, we love your products. Yeah, we'd love to, like, be one of your wholesale accounts and, you know, sell it at our gym. Like, that feeling, and I, I remember talking to this woman that I met last week, both of us were like resonating on this, like, I don't know, just this positive level of like creating new things. And so I don't know what like this next chapter really like looks like. So that's why there's some uncertainty on like, okay, what skills do I need to develop in order to like get to where I want to go? Because we talked about a couple episodes ago, like skills have utility. I think Tom Bilyeu was the episode on uh, Rich Roll. But it's a little more like you're you're focused on your music, your, you know, leadership in the business, your podcasting, like all these different things. And just kind of like believing that it actually is going to lead to something valuable. That's kind of where I'm at, you know, like surfing. Uh, I forget who it was or I was. Yes, yeah, surfing. Totally. Like if you want, there's so many things to do that in order to decide what to do, you just need to do the thing that you're like most curious or passionate about. And so I've been trying to like give myself that space. Like, okay, today I'm just going to sit down with no time limit and just like try and really like think about what clips could I pull into the podcast or like I literally sat down and read some of this book and then I listened to three different podcasts and just trying to kind of create the space that in a normal week, like when I was working would have just never happened. Like I wouldn't create that space to happen. And then all of a sudden I'm like in a way different mindset, like, yo, let's get on the podcast. I got some mm -hmm. stuff to talk about versus like feeling dragged into some of these. Not that I like, don't think that all of our episodes are good. Obviously like <laughs> we believe in ourselves enough to like put them out, like publish them. Uh, but like, some episodes are better than others. Some conversations are better than others. Like some interviews are better than others. And I don't know, just kind of like thinking like, how can we serve the people that listen to this in the best way? Like if someone tunes into this episode, like what's going to make them like think, okay, that's value that I just brought into my life from that conversation. Those guys aren't just like blowing fucking air in the wind because like they have a weekly podcast. Like that's mm -hmm. kind of where I want to get to. And I think, my theory is that just like more prep time and just like giving it the fucking just like I don't know giving it what it needs in order to grow is yeah what we need to I do also it, think so. yeah I think two things that I would like for people to take because um, I feel like when we speak truthfully it can validate other people's own experience and so I think just sometimes it helps to hear other people uh who are expressing similar feelings to what you're potentially going through. And I think like, mm -hmm. especially in the entrepreneurial world, like I know that it feels so good when I finally talk to someone who just like really gets it, like gets the pains and the struggles and like what, and just even to have that conversation is like therapeutic for me sometimes where it's just like, wow, I feel heard. I feel seen. I feel validated. Um, and then another thing is like, I feel like you and I take in so much media kind of in the realm of everything that we talk about here on the podcast that just kind of like, like you talked about, like bringing clips in or referencing books that we've read or podcasts we've listened to, or just, you know, little snippets of stories that we think are interesting. Um, I think that's very helpful for people too, or I hope that it's helpful. And I think that we should definitely 
continue to do that, but maybe even like do a little bit more of it than we than we currently do. Yeah. No doubt. Um, all right. Well, I know you know we got quick episode today. I don't know. Do you want to talk about anything else on this one? Um, I think. I mean, I personally just experienced the value of kind of like getting going away for a sec. Oh, like yeah. Tori and I just went. Uh, we were both feeling just like a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit burnt out, a little bit kind of just like not mentally ourselves. And like I was experiencing it too, where I was like even not really feeling motivated physically, which is like such a red flag for me because I am like, that's my, that's like my life. I love, I'm usually so excited. I always make time for it. Like I'm looking forward to it. It's like the Mm -hmm. fun part of my day is when I can go like, get active, get some exercise, go surf, like just take a walk, like do whatever. And I was like in such a mental rut that I was even basically feeling like things that I typically enjoy. There was just this layer of dullness around. um, And I like couldn't get motivated to do them. And so I was like, damn, like I really need some, some level of a reset, like just get my mind off of things. And, and I think in the past I've felt victim to this too, of like, doing things with the intention of trying to like reset yourself or like with the intention of, yeah, of like, (laughs) you know, I'm going to go do this so that I can feel like creatively juiced or like whatever. And so this past time I, I mean, Tori and I decided that we wanted to go take a little like getaway. Um, and so we just went two hours Northeast to Idlewild, a little mountain town, just hung out in a little Airbnb uh, for two days but instead of like going into that with like a, oh I'm gonna get this out of this weekend and I'm gonna come back like creatively inspired and I'm gonna like get out of this rut I just like went there and just kind of like allowed myself to not think about anything and just kind of do the days exactly how I wanted like when I wanted and just and it was just like medicine dude it was like because I, I don't know, like it was, I feel like my conscious conscience is always split throughout the days when I feel like, you know, it's a work day or like, and I feel like my responsibilities are so like scattered across the board that it always feels like I'm being like pulled in one direction or another and kind of having to like plan out my day from that position. So it just felt so nice to give myself a couple of days where I'm just like, you know what, you're going to do whatever you want to do today and like on your own time um, and just kind of be in a beautiful place, like experience nature, walk around with no like agenda of, okay, I got to make sure like I got, I get this done or like I'm using this time to get creatively inspired for this project or, you know, none of that. It was just like, what, what do I feel like doing right now? And it was so nourishing. Um, and then, you know, I felt like I came back with just a little bit more gas in the tank, like when it was time to come back and like go back into, you know, the work schedule and, and all that stuff, I just felt, I felt like rejuvenated. Um, and then kind of my motivation for these other things started to return. I started getting a little more fired up about the work that I was doing. I felt motivated to go work out again. Um, so I think that was very helpful for me. And just like a little change of scenery, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like just being outside, kind of having, Tori calls it a monk day where you just give yourself like everything, like what, what you want to do. Just like, don't have any plan, but just like do what feels, what feels good in the moment and kind of like let that be your schedule. Um, I also heard, sorry, this is a long kind of ramble moment, but that guy, I think his name is Michael Easter, the guy that wrote that comfort crisis book. I follow him on Instagram. 
and he yesterday posted a story how he was like, oh, on, on Sunday I empty the tank. And like that was when he was like he that's when he does his long run of the week. Like he really just like goes for it on Sunday like that. He has a solid portion of his day where he's like, OK, this is the day that I do my long run. So this is the day that I do my really difficult exercise. So he's just like really physically exerting himself, doing something challenging, intentionally putting that time in his like in his Sunday and then he says by doing that he's kind of like ready to go the next day for the week and he like feels like he's you know used himself in a way that's because I don't know there's so many ties between um, you know like physical exertion and mental capacity and like positivity and all that good stuff so um, and so I did that yesterday I kind of used yesterday as like a physical exertion day of like went on a long run uh, went surfing, got in the ocean a bunch, Tori and I played paddle ball, went and got a workout, like just did a very physically active day. And my, my mindset last night and coming into this morning was just so positive and just like clear. And I just felt amazing. So I think like a little, a combination of kind of like that separation point of just a different perspective, different experience, new place. And then, you know, some real like physically pushing myself a little bit that really worked wonders for my mindset recently dude that's great to hear that's great to hear and um yeah i just always like look i really respect how you guys are like conscious about taking time to reset and also connect with one another like uh alondra and i were talking about this like how in her culture in mexico growing up this is just like a broad generalization but i would honestly probably agree with it um is like very really prioritize relationships whereas in the united states a lot a lot of the time we prioritize career so um my dad came home you know he got home at night but like there is we called it the office monster because he would go <laughs> he would sometimes stay late at the office and like that's just kind of like part of our culture is that like the you know parents work that's just part of it and like not that they don't work in mexico okay this is like not really like going the right direction uh kidding but uh basically like she was asking like kyle why would you prioritize your career over your relationship with the, the most important person in your life and i was like well actually like the way i see it is prioritizing my career being the best version of myself is paramount to showing up in this relationship and so it's like not that it's about prioritizing one or the other but i don't know i just got thinking about how you guys like take time and create space for both it's, for yourselves and together. Like, I think that's a super healthy way to spend time. And it is both like, like too, uh -huh. you know, like, I mean, I've, cause I, I do think it blends in the sense that sometimes prioritizing your career does mean prioritizing your relationship in this weird way. Like in terms of, you know, like financial abundance or like opportunity that you need to like grasp right now so mm -hmm. that you can like set yourself up to like really start developing the life that you want for you and your partner. But it's like, but if you're so in that mindset that you're not taking time to like really actually spend time with that person, like that's, you know, it's an, it's a balance that needs to be found for sure. But I, yeah. I don't think they're like completely separate, if that makes sense. Yeah. Aside from like how you're actually call it call it like performing in life like whether you find okay i'm like currently at a level of success that i'm happy about like there's a author her name's liz gilbert and she was on chase's podcast one time and she's like 
to me, the, and I'm paraphrasing, butchering, but what she said was like, to me, the ideal, like the woman that I want to be is a woman at peace. Like just going about her day. She she was, you know, she sold 10 million copies of a book called like Eat, Pray, Love. I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And a movie too. Yeah. And she talks about how like she didn't want to write another book like that. And she wanted to write another book that was way different. And like her audience wasn't really ready for it and all this stuff. But she talks about prioritizing herself and her mental health above her career, like intentionally. And, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, what, what does it even matter if we make a good podcast or if we like move some units of root strength and shroomy, if like I walk into the kitchen with like anxiety in my chest, you know, or like if I'm not at peace in the moment as much as possible throughout the day. So like the goal that I've been trying to embrace is like really recognizing like when I'm feeling, whether it's anxiety or stress or whatever. And to be honest, man, I've been feeling it on a fucking regular basis, which is hard for me to admit because I'm not really an anxious person, but uh, letting it go slowly for sure. I don't know. Just kind of like recognizing it and uh, instead of like having the goal be, okay, I need to get X, Y, Z done. I need to be making this much money and doing this consistent podcast. It's like, no, really the goal should be I need to walk out after this podcast and like just be at peace throughout my day. And then from there, the other things will happen at a better rate. At least that's what I'm betting on. I think that important. Yeah, I fully agree. I think being at peace with yourself and like that concept, I think it's like Buddhist or Taoist of like, like wanting what you have and like just being there, you know, and like, and it's interesting too. Tori and I went and took a sunset walk the other night, and we she had this deck of cards that were like that were just question prompts. The deck and uh, yeah. And Wait, no, um, she's got a couple decks. She has a couple decks. I think you're thinking of the, <laughs> the animal card one, which, yeah. yeah, those are great too. But these were just like question prompts and we ended up starting to ask like a, a handful of people that we just like saw walking up and down the stairs by the beach. And one of them was this older woman. And I think, I, I don't remember exactly what the question was, but it was like, what is the most like important thing? Uh, it wasn't, I don't even, I don't even remember. But basically she was saying like, her response was that um, the ideal like mindset or the perfect way to be is just it's about like contentment and just like knowing that life is going to be really good sometimes and really bad sometimes. But like if you can just be content with where you are in the moment and just kind of like stay even keeled about everything um, like that was that was enough in her, in her mind. And I resonated with that a lot, too, because it's that same concept. Mm-hmm. It's just like being at peace, like and just you know kind of zooming it all the way out to the to the fact of like okay i'm alive i'm here uh and my life is you know really good like i have people that i love i i have a functioning brain and a body that can take me places i have a roof over my head i have food to eat like just there's always something that you can draw out that you're that you're grateful for even in the midst of things being really terrible and difficult so i think um yeah i don't know i I just like that response a lot beautifully said man and it's a good spot to wrap up my fun fact didn't make it into the episode yeah it's not even a fun it's not too late we gotta hear it so i booked a flight down to san diego a saver fare from alaska and then realized i couldn't make the flight as you know so Mm -hmm. i called alaska today and i said hey look i had covid and i wanted to rebook my flight is there any way that i can get my refund on my non-refundable saver fare ticket they said oh you had covid oh 
Well, absolutely. We'll credit your account the full amount of the flight. So uh, if anyone out there wants a little heads up, little this is value for the pod listeners. If you book a saver fare, you can just call and tell them that you had COVID. They'll give you a refund. There you go. And I did have COVID, so there's that. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Completely side note, man. Like, I came out of having COVID. I think it was my first time actually, like, having it. First time testing positive, for sure. Um, and I've had so much energy and vitality. I'm just fired up. So I don't know if like now you mean? this thing leap afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I was down for like two hard days and then five days of like brain fog and like yeah. headache. And now I'm feeling crispy. Dude, that's so interesting. I had the same experience. Like I felt pretty bad for like a solid week. It might've even leaked into two weeks, but then when I got back to it, I felt so rejuvenated. And I think yeah. that that's like, um, I think that's because it's so rare that we ever, and I know you're like this too, but like that we give ourselves like a solid week to do nothing, like to literally just rest. Steve, what up? You're on the pod. What's up, guys? Hey, what's going on, dude? But no, yeah, you're you're definitely on the pod. But um, yeah, well, we're wrapping wrapping the episode up just in time. Thanks for watching. Dude, my pleasure. All right. Well, I'll hit record here. And if, uh, yeah, Matthew, peace, brother. Peace out. All right. That's a wrap on the episode. Kind of cut that one short. My bad because uh, Steven and his dog, Aria, had to head out. Uh, Till next time, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. I certainly did. I thought it was a fun one. Kind of opening up, getting a little more real with some of the stuff we're going through. Overall, it's all good. And uh, yeah, reach out to us in the meantime if any of this, what we were talking about today, resonated with you. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Peace.